0: Thank you very much, Mr. President. At last, uh, we have a chance to speak. We have a a written text, but before that, I wanted to share some thoughts with you. we can even thank Mr. Mike Pompeo because uh, in the face of the failure at the O.A. Um, Organization of American States uh, on the last on the 24th of January, they didn't have enough uh, weight to impose a resolution. Well, they uh, uh, convened a meeting of the Security Council. In fact, we, President Maduro, thought of uh, uh, appealing to this body not only to debate not only the case of Venezuela, but rather the uh, the blatant and gross intervention and mechanisms of uh, interference uh, by the United States in our country. And we want to say that uh,
1: that this
0: opportunity, uh, in this case, the United States is not behind the uh, coup d'etat. It is in advance, it's it's in in the vanguard of the coup d'état, it is dictating the orders, not only to the Venezuelan opposition, but also to the satellite governments in the region, and it seems in Europe and the other parts of the world. As proof, we have tweets here, from social media, we have appeals, calls to the security forces, to the Bolivarian National Army to take position against the legitimate authorities, against the constitutional government of uh, President Maduro. By, uh, by Secretary of State Pompeo and by Vice President uh, Pence. It was on the 22nd where Vice President Pence, basically in a tweet, gave a green light for a coup d'etat in Venezuela. And and as uh, Under Secretary General
2: uh, said,
0: uh, Interim President self-proclaimed him as president. No, there was no ceremony. No, it was self uh, self-proclamation by a, a member of parliament in a, in a at a public rally at a peaceful public rally, uh, one of many that there have been over the past years. So I just I ask you, if we look at the constitution of the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela,
2: look, read Article
0: 133 word for word, uh, provision by provision, sentence by sentence. Where is the, the legality there? This is a I mean, in, in internal, uh, uh, our constitution, but what about if we look at the... Uh, uh, international law, the charter,
2: where
0: where is this based on? Are we simply uh, setting aside uh, international relations based on international law and uh, replacing them with international relations based on force and uh, instrumentalizing international organizations to achieve your your goals? If so, if one of you can tell me in which article
1: and in which provision
0: of the United Nations Charter
1: you can find
0: the legal basis for the self-proclamation of an individual who wasn't elected by anyone as president of the Bolivar Republic of Venezuela, then we can uh, open a, a discussion on the legal aspects. But I don't think that will happen. Also, we need to ask ourselves...
2: Uh, uh, Cer- Secretary of State uh, uh, Secretary
0: Rex Tillerson before he was dismissed, and then President Trump himself, himself here in this in the General Assembly in the first day of the of the high segment at the podium of the sacred podium of multilateralism, multilateralism. Not only announced sanctions, which are coercive unilateral measures, which are not based on international law, but he actually. He had the nerve to announce a number of measures against Venezuela in flagrant violation of the United Nations Charter, a sacred document of multilateralism. How is it possible that? a president that threatened the use of force. It wasn't Mike Bolton who did it. It wasn't Mike Pence. It wasn't Marco Rubio. It was Donald Trump who threatened the use of military force directly against the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela. How is it that he wasn't even challenged or questioned by the uh, uh, entities of multilateralism? And instead that you sit in the place of the accused, uh, the Republic of Venezuela, because its government has fully complied with its constitution and upheld and respected international law. How is that possible? I mean, we could speak for, uh, for a long time. In 1911 in Mexico, an invasion, 1912, US Marines invade Nicaragua,
1: my neighbor here,
0: and uh, they occupied the country that uh, continued almost till 1933. 1914, Mexico. 1915, Haiti. 1916, Dominican Republic. 1918, Panama. 1924, Honduras. 1925, Panama. 1926, Nicaragua. 1927, Nicaragua. 1930, Dominican Republic. 1933, Nicaragua. N- N- 34, Nicaragua. And 41, Panama, then the, the School of the Americas, of course there was, and then in Cuba the uh, 1952, 1954, the overthrow of the Jacobo Arbenz in uh, Guatemala, uh, then Nicaragua in 1960. Um, 1960 uh, authorization of uh, efforts to overthrow Castro, then the Bay of Pigs in 1961. So we can, we can go on with this. João Goulart in, uh, in Brazil in 1964, in 1965, the president of the Security Council. How many died in the Dominican Republic uh, as a result of an invasion uh, endorsed by the United States to overthrow a government uh, that uh, ideologically didn't convene them? Government of Juan Bosch, the great Dominican. The Monroe Doctrine, it should be the United States that should be uh, subject to a permanent uh, uh, analysis and uh, exa- uh, examination due to its uh, disregard of international law, its constant invasions, its uh, being behind. Uh, uh, overthrows, including the overthrow of Salvador Allende in 1973, then Guatemala, and even in 2002 in Venezuela, President George Bush uh, authorized the coup d'état. They denied it, but they acknowledged uh, the dictator. So, so 2002 is a direct precedent of what's happening. They were behind the coup d'etat. They, they weren't as much in the vanguard or in advance as this time. They uh, recognized Carmona, the dictator, for 72 hours it lasted. Then there was an, uh, uh, an analysis by United States experts that demonstrated with uh, unclassified documents that there was involvement of in the United States. In 2004 in Haiti, jean Aristide,
2: 2009, in Honduras. Uh,
0: it wasn't even suspected that the United States was behind it until Hillary Clinton, in a book, uh, in her book, recognized it, that she gave uh, the order to overthrow the president of Honduras because she wanted to uh, uh, call, appeal, call to the people to a, a constituent assembly. Meanwhile other presidents of, in Central America were elected without without being even being candidates. Or there were the, uh, organizations like the Organization of American States or you that uh, claimed that there was fraud, but uh, uh, that is not recognized by the government of the United States, or the, the, the government of Trump uh, makes unilateral decisions like moving the embassy to Jerusalem, etc., and that are recognized by everyone. I just wanted to show you this graph.
2: This
0: is. It's from from Twitter, I'm not even mentioning other social media of the official spokespersons of the United States. See how in, Janu- in January the trend is increasing, 23 and 24. You see, on the 23rd they were they were expecting a, a coup, a military coup, which didn't happen because because the armed forces in Venezuela defend the constitution. They could not, even through extortion or financing or, or incitement, convince our our uh, military to overthrow our president Nicolas, and they won't be able to do it. They won't be able to do it. It was it was in vain once again. It was it was it was it was, an, it was it was it was, it was, it was, it, it was an erroneous uh, move once again. It's just amazing when President Trump. This is. Uh,
1: This is a recognition of
0: a state. When when, uh, President Trump tweeted that he recognized uh, a member of parliament as a dictator of Venezuela, immediately Colombia, Chile, Argentina, Guatemala, etc., everyone followed suit. So they were waiting for the order. And as soon as the order was given they started recognizing it. It's it's too obvious. It's, it's 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 too shameless. You can you can see the traces everywhere this coup d'etat and this cannot be accepted. It cannot be accepted by the United States. In fact it should be condemned and I hope that the uh, Security Council will convene a meeting to evaluate who was behind this coup d'etat and to punish those who were behind it. And you wouldn't need a lot of intelligence because the evidence the evidence is abundant in the social media and the statements and communiques. Just today. This is the Wall Street Journal. Uh, uh, even the Wall Street Journal, as last year the New York Times did as well, in September, w- that demonstrated that there were meetings of, of uh, uh, supposed Venezuelan general uh, officers who were going to overthrow Maduro. Meetings with officials from the United States in Washington. It, it wasn't. It was the New York Times. It wasn't the Cuban intelligence or Venezuelan intelligence that reported this. It was the New York Times. Today, it's the, the Wall Street Journal.
1: It's,
2: so, so, that the Associated Press, which is
0: also United States, today, very clearly, uh, issued a report that uh, this uh, member of parliament uh, 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 traveled to the United States and other countries in the region uh, it was for secret meetings. It was a very, it was an, it was a clear strategy, but 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 not a very uh, well executed one. It was it was. <laughs> Of course, we understand that the satellite governments uh, uh, in the region, uh, based on uh, uh, business interests, uh, uh, follow this, but not the, re- the truly dignified governments, uh, including in the Caribbean, who have not uh, ceded to the pressure of the United States and who have not allowed themselves to be extortionated, uh, uh, have not ceded to extortion, Have have uh, uh, they have stood firm. It's it's, understa- it's easy to understand that satellite governments in Latin America that they could uh, give in in this way, but in Europe, to, to simply uh, become uh, lackeys to to follow to follow the United States, but not just the United States, the government of Donald Trump to follow to be in step. Europe is giving us eight days. Eight days. Where where do you get the, that you have the power? To to give to establish a deadline or an ultimatum to a sovereign people. Where, where do you get this? I mean, it's, it's almost it's almost childlike. Who elected Pedro Sánchez? Were there? Because why President Macron, instead of uh, dedicating his efforts to the constant protests of the Yellow Jackets, the, the French workers, why does he dedicate his time to attacking Venezuela?
1: As, as soon as
0: someone with a yellow uh, yellow vest comes uh, near the uh, LSA palace, immediately the security forces... Uh, 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 arrest him. So, what we're simply asking is uh, f- for respect f- uh, for the United Nations Charter, respect for the sovereignty of people. Yesterday, uh, last year, sorry, there was candidate uh, Henry Falcón, Mr. Vargas, you know him very well. Henry Falcón was the president of the uh, presidential campaign of Henry Capriles in 2012. Capriles lost to uh, Comandante Chávez. It's incredible the kind of pressure that was put on... Uh, and, and uh, on him to withdraw his uh, candidacy, and he didn't. With he didn't withdraw his candidacy. He came to the United Nations and he told uh, Secretary General that it was necessary to have uh, the United Nations send observers to the elections. That did not take place. Why? Why was there no United Nations uh, observation? And he was uh, in, uh, in contact with Federica Mogherini. I myself sent an invitation to Federica Mogherini to, observe, uh, to be an observer in the elections they rejected it outright why because already the plan was underway it was the, the plan uh, uh, to, uh, for coup d'etat was underway three months before the elections under Secretary Sullivan was the first to say these elections will be will be fraudulent elections and then Presidents of Colombia, Chile, and then from Europe, they stated immediately that they will not recognize the results of the elections several months before the elections. When have you ever seen anything like that? Show me, demonstrate that there was fraud, that there was the one 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 fraudulent vote. We heard that there were, there were, there were uh, ballot boxes were rigged. You know in, in Venezuela we have an electronic voting system. It's not manual. There's, there's simply a, 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 a certificate to prove that uh, you voted. and that's it just to, to, to them be able to uh, uh, check against the actual vote. The United States wants to build a wall uh, with Mexico, but it's building an ideological wall. Many of the statements... Many of the uh, points made by Secretary of State Pompeo uh, are in line with the language of the Cold War, of McCarthy, of Nixon. They're bringing the Cold War back. They're, uh, They're bringing... Uh, they're bringing uh, the Monroe Doctrine of 1823. Uh, Bolivar said in 1929 that the United States, which appeared destined by fate to, uh, to uh, impose misery on Latin, on Latin America, that he predicted that, in fact. And that is what the United States has done. Do you know... Since the beginning of these unilateral and coercive measures that are in breach of international law in Venezuela,
2: in
0: 2017 until December of last year 2018 you know what the cost has been 23 billion dollars this is due to the blockade and to the to uh, the persecution to, to undermining our resources would the would the venezuelan economy be uh, in the state if it had these resources they 20 billion 20 million were offered uh, uh, through the OAS but then they were they were taken away. The ambassador of Belgium
1: 1.2
0: billion dollars are, are are frozen in Belgium. We can't. We can't conduct any uh, banking transactions. Uh, anything that uh, that uh, goes through New York or uh, London uh, cannot take place. The the money is returned. This is what's uh, being done against the Venezuelan people. The representative of Russia was quite clear and honest, but the others.
2: There's no such thing as.
0: Uh, uh,
2: they, there's no blockade, they said. There's been 18 or 19
0: rounds of sanctions, but there's no
2: blockade.
0: We really need to think of this—that there's a a true ideological uh, uh, wall being uh, put up against Venezuela. We support uh, the uh, dialogue, as was was proposed earlier by the Dominican Republic, and didn't come from uh, from scratch. Uh, I was uh, appointed in August as foreign minister, and two days uh, last year, two days later, I met in, in in the house of Miguel Vargas, and then. Two days later, with uh, Daniel Medina and I, I tried to get in touch with the the opposition. I tried to I tried to bring together the opposition to and uh, President Maduro. And what happened? We reached an agreement. There is a document. There is a document that is in some archive of the uh, Presidency of the Dominican Republic where there was a preliminary agreement. And when we were supposed to go and sign the agreement. Uh, President uh, Daniel Medilla President Daniel Medila and former former Prime Minister Zapatero were made to look like fools. They were made to look like fools, and their supporters of Venezuela. They didn't sign that agreement. And uh, strangely enough, Rex Tillerson was in uh, uh, Bogota at the time, and it's uh, it's said from uh, reliable sources that. Uh, he received a call from the, the head of the Venezuelan delegation who has taken refuge abroad. I received a, a call telling him not to sign and to complicate the situation even further. This is the truth. This is what actually happened. Furthermore, allow me to say that without any uh, basis uh, of facts, it was stated here. There are a lot of lies that have been here uh, stated here. But if you can ask the International Monetary Fund on the information that Venezuela has provided, and, and and whether these figures are anywhere close to the uh, number inflation numbers that you heard here. Ask the director of the International Monetary Fund. Be a bit more uh, rigorous in your investigation, in in discussing in discussing this in this uh, uh, authoritative international body, which. Is essential for the future of humankind, but also these three million migrants. Yes, there is a problem with migration. It's new uh, uh, minister from Colombia. It has to do a lot with the, with the blockade and with the financial uh, uh, financial restrictions on Venezuela. We don't deny that and we are we are uh, uh, we are trying to restore the situation through uh, economic uh, uh, growth plans for to boost economic growth etc but governments of Peru Chile Ecuador Argentina how many times have we uh, told them, you can send uh, Venezuelans back. And you know what has happened? The president of Ecuador, Lenin Morena, uh, called on the creation of brigades to to pursue, prosecute uh, uh, Venezuelan migrants in Ecuador. And so our uh, our embassy uh, was full of uh, immigrants, and we helped them to leave, uh, uh, leave that country because there was persecution uh, against them in Ecuador. It's very painful, and you know what happened today? Wednesday. There were three uh, planes, including the presidential plane, went to to get over 300 uh, uh, Venezuelan immigrants to bring to bring them back. And today, three other uh, aircraft were there because today we have uh, uh, the embassy full of people. With all the difficulties we have in sending money, and uh, also uh, we weren't given authorization of overflight uh, so that aircraft could land and uh, bring people back to their homes, what are we talking about here? What are we seeing here? It's a it's a war against Venezuela. We are awaiting a visit by Mr. Edward stain It uh, should take place uh, this week. We're waiting for a visit by a former president and friend Michel Bachelet. As for violence, you say here that the d- dictatorship is killing, is repressing. Well, study the history of Venezuela over the past few years. The insurrectional marching of, uh, of by the opposition with deaths facilitated uh, the uh, coup d'etat in 2002 use, using, uh, using sharpshooters. Look at how many people died in those days in truly peaceful uh, demonstrations. Who killed them? The Venezuelan, Venezuelan justice judiciary and the prosecutor are investigating this, and they have the sovereign authority. They don't need uh, the intervention of any independent body, and we will uh, tell you the truth on every death, because you, you
1: uh,
0: who, uh, who sponsored the coup, de, coup d'état on the 23rd of uh, January, are, are fostering a, uh, bloodshed. You tried to, to promote bloodshed on the 23rd. It didn't happen.
1: It didn't happen. There were
0: groups of 12 or 13 people uh, to try to loot, to try to plunder private property. But we prevented this. We prevented another tragedy like the one that happened on the 11th of April, another tragedy like that happened in 2014 or 2016 when the when the extremist Venezuelan opposition uh, uh, took to the streets to try to uh, overthrow, to try to use force against, uh, at the time was President Chavez and then President Maduro. We support the initiatives of dialogue just as we uh, supported the Dominican, the uh, initiative of Dominican Republic. We support uh, Mexico, Uruguay, CARICOM, all those who have uh, uh, sought to to bring Venezuelans together and reach an agreement to find our own way out without any imposed solution, without anyone establishing uh, uh, ultimatums. The decisions that will be taken will be taken by the Venezuelans themselves. The opposition, the government sitting together, the 22nd. Of January, the, the uh, president of the consti- con- na- National constitu- Constituent Assembly met with Mr. Guayno to try to establish dialogue and to find a compromise. And Guido did everything uh, quite the opposite. And of course, I understand he was under pressure. There were tweets from uh, Trump, from uh, from Pence. What do you want? Did do? Do you want to uh, trigger a civil war in Venezuela? You won't do it. Sometimes North uh, U- U.S. presidents call for war when they are facing problems, domestic problems. Well, you see, President Trump. Is already uh, uh, already regrets uh, saying that uh, um, things will improve? If you recall what happened with uh, with Saddam Hussein or with with uh, Gaddafi, uh, uh, they, in spite of all insurances, they were killed. But the United States, uh, the United States is withdrawing forces from Syria. Well, they're going to uh, uh, try to uh, start a new war in uh, Latin America in Venezuela. We're not going to give them that satisfaction. Peace and stability and understanding will prevail in Venezuela, in spite of all the efforts of the countries present here who are trying to trigger a war, incite a war. I also want to tell you.
2: that this uh,
0: uh, deadline that Europe tries, tried, to, has trying to give us. We recall a uh, Bolivar, with, back in 1818, the first time he had uh, an argument with the United States. If you recall, the, the United States did not support the the uh, uh, the fight for freedom of our countries. They had become independent uh, by their own uh, uh, strength by winning the war, the Revolutionary War against the British Empire. But when the colonies of South America uh, confronted the Spanish uh, Empire, they declared that they were neutral. Interesting, huh? And then afterwards, not only did they declare that they uh, uh, were neutral, but they actually helped, uh, clandestinely helped the royalists. And in uh, in Venezuela, they they, 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 they they helped. They they uh, went against the the uh, president B- Bolivar at the time, and they sent they sent uh, uh, ships with ammunition, uh, um, ships that were de- that were detained. And uh, at the time. He, Bolivar uh, said that it's the same thing whether we fight only against Spain or against the whole world. But fortunately, we have excellent friends. But whoever offends Venezuela will have will have to deal with the entire people of Venezuela, to the president, the the armed forces. who will have to, everyone will will uh, defend the country to defend our integri- territorial integrity, and independence. I was going to read the, the, the statement that I brought here, but I really, I would just want to close. I want to conclude by by reading a um, an article from our constitution because it was there was an attempt to give a kind of a constitutional uh, um, constitutional. Uh, uh, varnish to uh, this whole operation uh, that was uh, designed in the laboratories of, wa- of the United States. But I-, I want to read Article 133 of the Constitution. Uh, uh, it would be only a. What what are the absolute failings of the president? His death, uh, uh, his his, uh, permanent physical or mental disability certified by a medical board designated by the Supreme Tribunal of Justice with the approval of the National Assembly, the abandonment of his position duly declared by the National Assembly and recalled by popular vote. And there's a referendum uh, if the at the mid mid uh, the middle of the term, uh, a term there's if the people are unhappy Now when there when there is uh, serious failings this would uh, uh, when an elected president becomes permanently unavailable to, reserve, to serve prior to his inauguration, a new election by universal suffrage and direct ballot shall be held within 30 consecutive days. Pending election and inauguration of the new president, the president of the National Assembly shall take charge of the presidency of the Republic. But there was no election, there are five branches all legitimate. If there's a discrepancy in the national, well, the, the, if the National Assembly doesn't agree then it should uh, address the, 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 the Supreme Court, etc. But what is this? I mean, self-proclaiming uh, a member of parliament simply uh, uh, self-proclaiming himself president and to be to be recognized by other governments? I mean, these are serious governments that, that respect the Charter of the United Nations, recognizing uh, him. You're recognizing the imposition of force against legality. This is very dangerous, and we need to put a stop to that here today.
2: I think that is
0: I think it's enough with what I've uh, I've told you, the what I've sketched out for you, and I just want to tell you that the people of Venezuela who are listening, and I think it's been demonstrated. The people of Venezuela is not alone, as has been demonstrated in this debate, as in other organizations, including the Non-Aligned Movement that we chair. Venezuela is not alone, and you know why. Venezuela is not alone because Venezuela is upholding its constitution and the Charter of the United Nations. We will continue following the path of our democracy. We will not allow anyone to impose on us any decision or order. And I think the Under Secretary General herself said, this individual has proclaimed himself, self-proclaimed himself. Where in our Constitution is that allowed? Show me, show me where this is authorized and we can de- debate it. The name of the President is President Maduro. On behalf, in the name of the President Maduro, on behalf of
2: uh, uh, of, uh, of the people
0: and of the, our uh, various institutions, Venezuela is free and independent and no power, no matter how powerful, can dictate to our people and to our nation its destiny or its future. Thank you very much. My thanks to His Excellency Mr. Jorge Ariasa for his statement.